Welcome to Health Talks Now, bringing you the facts you need to keep you and your family well. We're happy you're tuning in today. Baptist Health is committed to providing compassionate, high-quality care that is centered on you. Listen to all of our podcasts to hear from Baptist Health physicians about the latest medical advancements and treatments. And get trusted information on timely health topics from our healthcare professionals. Whether you want to learn more about a specific condition or procedure or find tips for living a healthy lifestyle, Baptist Health is here to help you become a healthier you. Hi, I'm Carrie with another episode of the Health Talks Now podcast. Big thanks for clicking and listening along. We've got a great one for you today, wherever you're tuning in. Tracy Hagen, APRN, is shedding light on lung cancer. She'll provide an overview of the typical treatment plans and the stages to be aware of. You'll want to stick around and find out if it's likely to return. Thank you for sitting down with me, Tracy. I know you're seeing me between patients today, and I appreciate your time. Would you introduce yourself and tell our listeners a bit about you and your role here at Baptist Health Madisonville? I'm uh, Tracy Hagen. I'm the advanced practice nurse at the Moral MR Cancer Center. I primarily see patients in the outpatient clinic, I usually just follow-up patients. I also am the survivorship care plan navigator, uh, as well as I do all new chemotherapy education sessions for any new patients that will be starting treatment. Okay. Well, I read something startling as I was preparing to meet you pertaining to the timing of diagnosis and the need to be proactive with health and aware of symptoms that a small percentage, I believe it was 16% of people with lung cancer will be diagnosed when it's at its earliest stage, when the disease is most treatable. So this is a very important conversation today, given Kentucky's rates of smoking, and that they are higher than the national ones. As many of our listeners know that smoking is the leading cause of this cancer that we're discussing today. In 2017, a quarter of adults smoked in the Commonwealth. It was 24.6%. Nationally, the rate was 17.1%. So before we lose a potential listener who thinks this isn't relevant to them because they don't smoke, how common is it to get lung cancer and not be a former smoker? Or if some are wondering, what if I live with a smoker? Can I get lung cancer? It, yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Kentucky does have some of the highest uh, smoking rates uh, nationally. Also, exposure to other environmental agents. It is definitely important to diagnose and find can- lung cancers earlier rather than later. We do offer lung cancer screening at the Mar Cancer Center. Usually, if you do an annual CT screening, you can find about 85% of lung cancers in the earliest, most curable stage. Okay. So if I do smoke, what are my chances of developing lung cancer? People who smoke cigarettes are 15 to 30 times more likely to get lung cancer or die from lung cancer than people who do not smoke. Cigarette smoking is linked to around 80% to 90% of lung cancer deaths. Wow. Well, other than smoking, how else can I get lung cancer? Exposure to other environmental agents, radon, secondhand smoking, air pollution, asbestos, diesel exhaust, and there's also even research going on to see if there's genetic links for lung cancer. No kidding. Uh, What are the different types of lung cancer? Usually there's two main types, what we classify as non-small cell lung cancer and small cell lung cancer. In the classification of non-small cell lung cancer, there are three subtypes, adenocarcinoma, 
which is this typically the slowest growing lung cancer. It's more common in women and it occurs more often in younger people than other types of lung cancer. The second subtype is squamous cell carcinoma. This is actually found in the flat cells that line the inside of the airways. It's often found in the central part of the lungs and is typically linked to uh, heavy smoking history. The third subset is large cell carcinoma. This type can affect any part of the lung and tends to grow and spread quickly. The second type of lung cancer that we do see here is called small cell carcinoma. This one accounts for about 10 to 15% of lung cancers diagnosed. Typically can be very fast growing and spreads more quickly than non-small cell lung cancers. Small cell carcinoma is typically is also referred to as oat cell cancer and is typically often found in smokers. Okay. You mentioned the screening. Who and when should they receive it and how often should one be screened? Based on the uh, NCCN cancer guidelines that we utilize at the Mars Center, mm-hmm. they stratify risk factors or and patient populations. High risk would be anyone between the age of 55 and 75 who has a greater than a 30-pack year smoking history okay. or who has quit smoking within the past 15 years. Okay. And typically those lung uh, screenings are done annually. Okay. After a uh, screening, can you tell me what the process is if, if someone receives an abnormal screening or an abnormal um, finding? So the way our, our screening process uh, is typically works here, depending on how big a nodule would be seen on a uh, lung cancer screening CAT scan would determine the next process. Uh, we would definitely want to um, have a, a tissue biopsy, if at all possible, to help us uh, make a diagnosis of a, of a lung cancer. Sometimes sputum cytology is used as well, but that's not as accurate as a actual tissue biopsy. Okay. So after this procedure and the diagnosis is made, what are some of the treatment options available? At the Mar Cancer Center, we we do chemotherapy and we offer radiation therapy. So depending on what stage your cancer would be would determine who who you would see. You may see just the medical oncologist. In that setting, we do chemotherapy. We do targeted therapy, such as immunotherapy that seems to be the the new way that we're going and treating lung cancers. We also have radiation therapy department, and um, they would the patient would see the radiation oncologist to determine if, if radiation would be an option. Okay. And certainly surgery. Uh, if a lung cancer is caught early enough, some patients may often only need surgery. Oh, okay. How long is a typical round of chemo? That typically deter- or depends on the type of lung cancer that a patient has and the stage. Okay. Uh, certainly the earlier the stage would mean less less therapy needed. Got it. That makes sense. What's the average prognosis? Again, that depends on the stage. Uh, again, early, the earlier we can catch these lung cancers, the better prognosis patients have. There's a staging process that we go through once a diagnosis has been made. Unfortunately, now at this time, if a patient has a stage four lung cancer, the prognosis is not good. However, with new therapies such as immunotherapy, patients are living uh, longer uh, and they are having a a better quality of life as well. Okay. Well, can lung cancer return? Yes, it can. Um, So when a patient has completed their therapy at the cancer center, then we present to them a survivorship care plan and that documents in that care plan based on NCCN guidelines how often the patient will be coming back to have routine scans, routine blood work, and seeing the physician. 
Because again, if a lung cancer, if it comes back, the same rules apply with screening. The earlier we can catch it coming back, the better the outcome will be for the patient. Sure. So one of the treatment options you mentioned was surgery. And depending on how much is removed, can one live either with one lung or a portion of a lung? And does a lung also grow back and heal after surgery? Patients can live with either partial or a whole lung removed. Whether or not they're a surgical candidate, that cardiothoracic surgeon here determines that. Uh, But we often see many patients that have had uh, some type of lung procedure, whether it's a a whole lung removal or a partial lung. Okay. There's one thing I wanted to ask you about a lung transplant. Uh, We've heard so much about organ donations. Can a lung transplant cure lung cancer? At this time, lung transplantation for cancer is not really an option. Okay. And can your lungs recover from smoking? Absolutely. Within three months of quitting smoking, circulation and lung function improves. Within nine months of smoking, you're going to, or smoking cessation, you're going to notice less cough and that you're breathing better. Also, at one year of smoking cessation, you do cut your risk for heart disease in half. And then at the five-year mark, that also decreases your risk for developing certain head and neck cancers and bladder cancers. Sure. Because smoking is a risk factor not just for lung cancer, but other types of cancer. Sure. So obviously the takeaway is don't smoke. And Absolutely. if you do smoke, stop smoking and yes. get screened. Thanks for tuning in to Health Talks Now. Staying healthy is a lifelong commitment. And Baptist Health can provide the support you need to lower your risks, improve your quality of life, and protect your long-term health. Visit baptisthealth.com to hear our other podcasts, learn about our services, and find more tips to help you stay a step ahead of your health. Baptist Health. Be a healthier you. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as medical advice. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast is not designed to replace a physician's medical assessment and medical judgment. Always seek the advice of your physician with any questions or concerns you may have related to your personal health or regarding specific medical conditions. To find a Baptist Health provider, please visit baptisthealth.com.